Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Well, when Bobby Blades and I were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we had a lot of questions. How do we record an episode? How do we get our show into all the apps people like to listen to? How do we make money from our podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it is 100% free. That's one of my three favorite four-letter F words. It's also ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. As a matter of fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Now, admittedly, I am not a rocket surgeon. I'm not tech savvy. I need things to be super simple. Anchor makes it easy for us. We create the content and Anchor does all the rest of the work. I dig that the most. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join the Inhumans and a diverse community of like-minded degenerate podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. You know I'll be listening. The time has come The time has come I swear I wasn't planning on telling the story that last time, but I don't really know where any of these things are ever gonna go. I felt like the Max Cole thing was important, at least to me. It had to be said and it had to be heard. I just have these things in me that I just have to let out. I figure if I just talk enough, maybe I'll stumble across enough clues that I can piece together that might help me find what I'm looking for. In order to find what I'm looking for, I have to get grounded. In order to get grounded, I usually say this. Take us from the false to the truth, from darkness to light, and from death to immortality. My favorite mantra sang in the sweet, soothing voice of the beautiful Deva Primal. She calms me. She keeps me from going all Hulkarine on all you motherfuckers all the time. Hulkarine. Camera-radiated claws and adamantium balls. Now, really, I don't get that angry. I get sad more than anything, but that's not what this is about, though. It's never what any of this was ever supposed to be about. It's about me trying to figure out what's wrong with me and what's right with me and how I'm supposed to make it all work. Seems like my emotions are always all over the place these days, which brings me back to what I was saying about being grounded. A couple of my friends who I know are listening to this right now have asked me where I find the music for these things. In some cases, the music found me long before I ever thought about doing this project. Some songs are from artists who I used to sample back when I was making beats. Some songs are from artists who I used to play on air back when I was on the radio. 
ones that speak to me the most though are probably from my two favorite artists, Deva Primal and Keiko Matsui. I know that's probably not what anybody was expecting to hear from me, but I came prepared today. Let me tell you about these ladies, starting with the beautiful Diva Primal. She was ushered into this world on April 2nd, 1970 in Nuremberg, Germany, by her father chanting the Gayatri Mantra, one of my very favorite mantras. So it is literally a part of her. She would sing it with her parents every night before bed. There's a lot of different translations of the Gayatri Mantra, but it's basically a prayer for enlightenment of all souls. That's the kind of spirit that was instilled in her since before she was even born. She met Maten, her partner in music and in life, at an ashram in 1990 when she was 20 years old. He was 42. He was a musician who was on the same search that I'm on right now. His search led him to David Primal. He was a musician with a damaged spirit and she was a beautiful soul who was raised by musicians but besides her singing had no musical ability herself so they fit together like Lego blocks. It was perfect. They fell in love and wanted to find a way to be together all the time, so they combined his music with her mantras. Perfect. Now let me back up a little bit. It didn't flow exactly that smoothly at first. They were definitely in love, and they definitely wanted to work together musically, but initially she tried singing more of a contemporary, I guess, Western style. It wasn't a good fit. It just wasn't her, so it came off awkward and it just wasn't working. One day she heard a friend chanting the Gayatri Mantra and that was when she knew what she was supposed to do. When she sang the mantras, there was no shyness in her. There was no awkwardness. It was what she had always done her whole life, so it was natural to her, like breathing. Singing the mantras, she was able to shine like she was always supposed to. And seeing this in the woman that he loved, combining it with his music, brought back his passion for music. He was still sour on the business of music, but he enjoyed creating, and he especially enjoyed creating with Deva. They knew they had something special and that it had to be shared. They started traveling in 1992, performing their music, singing, meditating, and sharing their love. I can't remember the first time I heard David Premal, but I know I was touched and deeply affected, especially when I heard her sing the Pavamana Mantra, Oma Satoma. That's why I carry it with me everywhere I go. That's especially why I use it here. It gets me right to where I need to be in order to talk about the things that I talk about here. The Pavamana Mantra grounds me. Everything that David Premal sings grounds me. No other performer has ever been able to move me in that way. Except maybe for Keiko Matsui.
The beautiful and talented Keiko Matsui was born in Tokyo, Japan to a mother who was a traditional Japanese dance teacher, complete with kimono and everything. She was hoping that Keiko would follow in her footsteps, no pun intended, but she showed no interest in dancing whatsoever. Realizing it was a losing battle to fight, her mother was determined to instill some appreciation for some form of art in her, so when she was five years old, she started taking piano lessons. She thoroughly enjoyed piano and continued with her classical lessons. She never thought that anything would ever become of it, and she never considered the thought of pursuing a career in music, but at some point in elementary school, she started to put together her own little compositions. By junior high, she continued with her private lessons and was exposed to jazz, and that was when she found herself. She continued composing, but through jazz, she found that she didn't have to try to figure out what to write. The music would just come to her. Keiko has said that she believes it's her mission in life to receive melodies and to put them in her songs and on her albums, to share those with us. Maybe that's why I'm so touched by what she does, her and Deva Primal. They don't do what they do because it's a good way to make a lot of money, even though they both made a lot of money doing it. They do it because it's what's in them. It's what they're made of. It's a gift that was given to them and that they're willing to share with us. And when you hear them perform or when you hear them talk about what they do, you can't help but feel what they feel. Gratitude. I don't know, at least that's how it is for me. Those two beautiful people help me as I try to find that part of myself that's missing. You know what it is. In search of my lost soul.